week four of our series we've been doing called Hashtag Relationship Goals, okay? So what we've been trying to do is walk through a conversation about relationships. How do we navigate them in a godly way? What do we do um, in our singleness? We looked at a couple weeks ago, the very first week, how do we deal with the baggage in our life? Last week, we looked at what are the qualities you're looking for in a man? And so this week, guys, this is the qualities that you're looking for in a woman. These are the qualities that you want to say, okay, these are the things if I'm looking for somebody I want to spend the rest of my life with, these are the qualities I want this person to have. Okay, so as you're looking for women, these four things, and there's probably many, many more that, that I could list off, but these are the four things we're going to focus on today. Okay, and so here's the main idea I want to unpack with these four things. Look for a woman who's submissive to God. Look for a woman who's submissive to God, okay? Because just like in, in, in our world, as you're looking at all these different people, this is the second most important decision you'll ever make in your life. God is your top decision that you'll make. The second is who you'll spend the rest of your life with. This is an important decision. This isn't something that we just run through and we think, okay, this person gives me love, so that's the first person I'm going to go to. No, no, no. This is a very cautious decision that you need to make and some of you on the younger end you're like well i'm not even thinking about relationships right now well keep these things tucked away because believe it or not you're going to blink and you're going to start getting older and older and all of a sudden you're graduating high school and you're starting to get to that point where you're like well maybe i do want a relationship so make sure you tuck these things away but but as you're looking out there this made me think of something as as you think okay this is like we're searching for something we're searching for that woman we're searching for that one so uh, about a year ago, um, we have a dog that those that don't know, a Siberian Husky named Coda. Coda, it was like 6 o'clock in the morning. I get up at 6.30. Um, I, I think I got up a little earlier that day. I said, okay. So I get up immediately. I take him out first thing. Then I come back in and, and, and get my day started. And so I take him out. And it had been the night before. We probably had one of those snowstorms where we got a couple inches. Um, not just like one or two, but like four or five, several inches. And so I let him out, and our backyard's got this probably about the size of this room. It's fenced in. It's about our size of our backyard. So it's fenced in. So I let him out usually, and I don't have to worry about him. I stand out there and I watch him, but it was early in the morning, so I said, I'll just let him out. I'll let him run around. So I let him out, and when I start to go out the back door, to cl I close the door behind me and I go out to start looking for him. And all of a sudden I start looking around the yard and I go, where is he? I mean, it is dark. There's snow everywhere. So it, it, sometimes it's hard to find him and I can't see him. So I start walking through the yard and I start seeing these footprints. So I follow the footprints and I keep following the footprints and I go all the way to the left side of my house about where this door is at and there's a gate right here. I look up thinking, okay, let's just pray that this is still locked. And about this wide, the gate is left open. And as soon as I see the gates left open, I look up and I see this dog running down the road. And he's just off. And so all of a sudden, I run back inside. Shannon's still pregnant at this time. And I'm like, Shannon, Coda's out. We need to figure out what to do. So I start running. I don't even like get in the car or anything. I just take off down the street trying to run after him. Shannon grabs the car and she's coming. And she, I end up getting all the way to the end of our road, and I almost got him. At one point, he, he had to use the bathroom, so he squatted down, and I was like, all right, this is the time. And so I go to grab him, and as soon as I get close enough, he just runs. Like, I don't even know if he was done, but he just ran anyway, so he didn't want to get caught. So he keeps running, 
And, and it took us, uh, I think a total, it ended up being four or five hours. She followed him for a while and then she lost him. Um, we live kind of back by where Hawkins is, if you know where that's at. And so we kind of live a little bit behind there. And he made it all the way out, if you're familiar with Ashland, to Hedstrom, which is over there on 42, and somehow made his way back uh, about four or five hours later until somebody picked him up and brought him all the way back. But we spent probably four hours covering from our house all the way up to where 42 is, going down every road, looking for him, trying to figure out where is he. We're looking through people's yards. We're trying to follow these tracks at one point. Halfway between 42, I found him again, and I'm running through the woods trying to get him, and I had fallen down, and that's when I lost my wedding ring, um, my first wedding ring, is I fell down trying to grab him, and it was gone, and I just kept running after him. And mind you, in the whole time in this, this is free of charge, no, just part of the story, but I'm in shorts and, like, flip-flops, running through, like, six inches of snow because I just want to get him. I'm not, I'm not worried about what I'm wearing. I just want to get him, and so... But, but it took us so much time to look for him and find him and try to figure out where is he at based on tracks, based on asking people, hey, have you seen this dog? We're just trying to look for this one thing. We gave him the description. We gave him what he looked like. And hopefully people would point us in the right direction. And, and that's what I hope to do with you here in the next few moments is I don't have the exact map to show you where to look. But what I do have is... Here's some descriptions. Here's some things that as you're out there looking in the pool of people, this is the woman that you want to spend the rest of your life with. These are the qualities she should have. Just like looking for the dog, where can I look? If they have these things, this is somebody I can start to pursue. And also, side note, we didn't leave the gate open. I'm pretty sure our neighbors did, but we still haven't confirmed that. Anyways, so... But this is such a huge decision. And what the world is telling you, ladies, I want to talk to you for a second. What the world is trying to tell you is this is the way that you should look. This is how you should look. You get on Instagram, you get on YouTube, you see commercials. They say, this is how you should look. Show as much of your body as you can. Look as skinny as you can because this is how you're going to attract men. This is what the world's telling you. It's not true. But they're trying to force everything on how you look. That's what's going to attract people. Guys on the other side, don't go after somebody just because of how they look. Because you're getting just pushed as just as hard as the girls at, at being attracted to just the surface level of their looks. And it's so much deeper than that. So here's some things. Here's your, four things that you can look past the looks part and say, okay, here's some qualities that this person needs to have in, in the relationship. And so the first quality for a woman is someone that is trusted, not a traitor. Trusted, not a traitor. If you see here in Proverbs 31, 11 and 12, we're going to be basing out of Proverbs 31, a great chapter um, to show kind of the picture perfect woman. It says this, her husband can trust her, and she will greatly enrich his life. She brings him good, not harm, all the days of her life. Okay, so, so you need somebody that if you're in a relationship with, as a woman, this person needs to be someone you can trust. I want to say there's two ways in which I kind of interpret, interpret this verse. One, that you can trust her to be faithful to you in marriage. As the world's trying to throw on women, you need to look this way. And as men are getting attracted to people's looks, 
You need somebody that you can trust to be faithful to you that when they say, I'm going to be in a relationship, they're going to stay in that relationship. That they're not concerned about trying to date all these other people. That when they say, I'm going to focus on you, that's what they do. You can't, you can't be hanging on to somebody that you can't trust to be faithful to you. That's probably not somebody you should be with. But I think a lot of us are running to people like that because they're showing us some love in that moment. Even if I can't trust them, we'll get to there when, when we cross that track. But right now, they're showing me love. They're showing me attention. You need to make sure you can trust them. We have enough heartbreak in our world. The last thing we need is heartbreak in relationships. You need somebody you can trust to be faithful for you. But also, I think, as my wife kind of brought up to me this week, I think also someone you can trust their opinion. That when they have advice, when they have their opinion on the subject, that's somebody that they can give some input as you're making decisions, as you're trying to process through things, that you can trust what they're trying to do is push you in the direction towards Jesus. That they're not just trying to throw you something to get you away from what God wants you to do. Women who submit to God are trusting in every way. You need somebody that you can trust. Somebody that you can walk through life and, and you have full trust in every ability. What they tell you, the way they act, their motives. That's somebody you need in your life. You need someone you can trust. So the first quality, trusted, not a traitor. Second quality, second quality, generous, not greedy. Generous, not greedy. Proverbs 31.20 says this, She extends a helping hand to the poor and opens her arms to the needy. Women who submit to God see the value in helping others. They see the value in helping others. That, that when they see somebody that's poor or they see somebody that's needing, that they're very generous with their time, with their resources, with, with everything they've got. They say, man, there's somebody in need and I, I just I want to extend some help to them. I can remember a few years ago when, when Shannon and I started dating, I was speaking up at Tiffin with a buddy of mine asked me to come up and speak. So I was going to drive up to Tiffin and I woke up that morning with kind of like that sinus congestion type stuff. Um, and I was like, I don't even know if I'm going to be able to go up there, but we're going to try to power through it. And so all day I'm just trying to rest, you know, eat the soup, drink the Gatorade, all the, the good stuff that you do when you're sick. And so I'm like, okay. And so I get, get ready to go, and I, I'm talking to Shannon throughout the day. I'm like, hey, I just don't feel the greatest. You know, please pray for me, all this kind of stuff. And, and so then I jump in the car, and I go up to Tiffin. I took NyQuil before I went to go speak, which may have not been the best thing, but I think what came out was good. Um, so I spoke, spent some time up there, and, and, and I came home that night and walked into my house, walked into my bedroom, and out on the bed is like, Gatorade, soup, all this other stuff, and, and I just, I, I wasn't processing very much at that time because it was like 10 o'clock at night, I was sick, I was tired, and, and, and so I don't know if I asked her, she ended up saying, did you get what I left for you? And I said, oh no, she left a card, that's what it was, she left a card on there, and she put her name at the bottom, and I texted her, and I just said, thank you for just bringing me stuff. I wasn't at the house. I didn't ask her, can you bring me all this stuff? But there was something she saw that I was needing something, that I, she, I just needed care. I just needed somebody that, that was going to love on me, that was generous. And she went out and spent some money, tried to get me some stuff that would hopefully make me 
feel better. There was something in that quality that I saw somebody that was generous. That they weren't going to say, well, hope you feel better. We'll see you in a couple days. Because I also get very mean when I'm sick. So, just know. But she was very generous. That's the kind of person you're looking for. That they're so outward seeking that sometimes the last thing they think about is themselves. I see that so much in Shannon. And you get to hear so much about her because we're talking about who you're looking for and obviously I'm married to her. I see that in the way she cares for our child. I see that for the way that she cares for me. I see that for the way she cares for some of you. Because she just sees sometimes uh, 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 somebody that's needy or somebody that, that just needs something. You need somebody like that in your life that's going to walk alongside you. Somebody that's generous, not greedy. Quality three can be somewhat similar, but it's caring, not cold. Here's a couple different verses in this Proverbs 31. It says, She has no fear of winter for her household, for everyone has warm clothes. She makes her own bedspreads. She dresses in fine linen and purple gowns. She makes belted garments and sashes to sell to the merchants. She carefully watches everything in her household and suffers nothing from laziness. Women who submit to God care deeply about people, but even more her family. Specifically, it talks a lot here in those first couple verses, she has no fear of winter for her household, for everyone has warm clothes. There's something about, that, about a woman in this quality that you're looking for, somebody that's so caring that as they look out to people, or they look out more specifically to their household, there's something about them that they're prepared. Okay, she, 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 she has no fear of winter for her household. Why? Because they're all dressed in warm clothes. She's made sure that, that everybody's cared for. She's made the preparations in time to say, okay, we need to make sure you got clothes. Okay, you grew out of your snow pants, so we got to get you some new ones. We got to get, we got to get you a new, a new bedspread because your, your comforter is dirty. The dog's been running all over it and there's mud everywhere. And so, but she's, she's going in the house and she's saying, okay, these are the things we need to get accomplished. And I have no fear of what's coming in the future because I'm prepared. When you find somebody that you want to spend the rest of your life with, it's somebody, maybe they don't get all aspects, okay? Shannon does well to kind of prepare and look at things for the future, but she doesn't get everything. You don't need to be perfect, but there's something about her that she says, okay, we need to start looking towards this in case this happens. Okay, what if this happens? We need to be prepared for that because I care deeply about you. I care deeply about our daughter, and we need to make sure these things are in place so if something were to happen, we're okay. A woman that's caring looks towards the future and says we need to make sure we're prepared in, in case there's something that happens. She doesn't care if there's a terrible winter. Why? Because her, her family's taken care of. Because there's such a care she has for her family. That should be the same when she's around people. There's such a care when they're around people that, man, if you need something, we're going to make sure you're cared for just in case this happens. Somebody that looks totally outward in their life. You need a woman who is going to be caring, not cold. And the last quality, last quality, worthy, not wanting. Worthy, not wanting. And it says this in Proverbs 31, 28. Her children stand and bless her. Her husband praises her. 
you may not think of this um, in a sense of the quality of a woman, but a woman that is worthy understands her worth. A woman that is worthy understands their value. That doesn't mean she, she totally gets it and she's 100% confident in who she is. No, 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 no. But that's somebody that understands how worthy they are. And not only on top of that, they're, they're kind of a role model. Because it says here, her children stand and bless her. Some other translations I, that I was reading say they look up to her. There's something about her that captures them that says, wow, like I just love the way that, that my mom just like pours her heart out to people. I love the way that my mom just loves on people and cares for people and she's generous to people. There's something about her that I want those qualities in my life. Somebody that, that you want to spend the rest of your life with should be a role model to people. That people look up to her and go, wow, there's just something about her that's so amazing that that's what I want in my life. Just like I said, there's so much in the world that's trying to push women in the wrong direction and give them so low self-esteem, body image, whatever you want to say. And, and, and somebody that's worthy understands who they are and is confident in who they are and, and just lives the life that God's called them to. Because it says even her husband praises her. There's something about her where her husband says, wow, there's just... Something about the way that you live that's so intriguing, so awe-inspiring. Because you just listen to the call that God's put on your life. A woman that you're going to spend the rest of your life with is somebody people should look up to. I should be able to go to somebody, which I did when I was dating Shannon. I say, okay, what do you think about Shannon? Why do I do that? Because I want to see how do other people see her. When I go... In a part of my community, how do other people see her? Almost every person that I was in a relationship with, multiple people I asked, how do you see this person? Because I want to see if it's somebody that people look up to or is it somebody people are going to tear down. You need somebody that when you ask people, they say, wow, there's something about her. That's incredible. So just like I said last week, just because you may be a, a, a woman here, doesn't mean that this sermon wasn't for you because this is who the guy should be looking for. These qualities are something you can be striving towards, that you can be striving towards somebody that is trusted. Look at your life. Are you somebody that people can trust? That you're focused on God right now, but when somebody comes along, you say, I'm going to be totally focused on them. I'm going to be faithful to them. And, and what you have to offer in terms of your opinion, advice, is, is from God and what He has in store for life. Can you be somebody that's trusted? Are you somebody that's generous? Somebody that's generous. We're in a world that's very selfish. It's just the reality. Are you somebody that's generous and says, I can give you whatever you need, my time, money, resources. I can be generous. Are you somebody that's caring? Caring, I think, goes a little deeper than the generous to me there's a heart level involved. Man, I care deeply about you. I love you. Do you. Are you somebody that cares deeply about people? And finally, do you know your worth? Do people look up to you? Do you have a good reputation? These four qualities are not the exact things that, if you, that are going to lead you straight to somebody that's following God. 
but a woman that has understood her, that she needs to be submissive to the Creator is going to have these qualities. And this is going to begin to point you in the direction, just like when I was looking for Coda, you're going to start seeing those footprints. You're going to start seeing the direction you need to keep following. And it will lead you, hopefully, to somebody that is going to be worthy to spend the rest of your life with. Look for a woman that is submissive to God. As we close out, I was thinking about this a few weeks ago. I was meeting somebody up in Willard, which is about halfway-ish between here and Tiffin, which is about a little over an hour away. So I was getting in the car, and I kind of knew where it was at, but I wasn't totally sure where to go. And so I pull up on my phone, and I get there easily. I followed all the directions. I get there. We meet at Wendy's. Um, we talk for a little while, and then I come back. My way back, I was already late for something. Uh, so I was trying to go fast, and so I get to this one part in the road, and I'm watching my phone because it's telling me where to go. But one of those, probably you've seen some areas like this where one kind of like veers off like this, one kind of like goes straight. And sometimes if you look at the phone, you can't always tell which way it's taking. And so I'm trying to follow what it's got, but just for a split second, I had seen something on my phone, so I was like giving a quick phone call to somebody, I think it was. And so by the time I get off the phone and I look down, I had gone straight and the phone told me to go this way. And so now it's got to go through and reroute me and it took me like an extra five minutes to get back around to where I needed to go and get back and I was already late. So that just makes me even more late. But it was all because I took, took my eyes off of where I was supposed to go. I wasn't following the way that I was supposed to go. And so I took a wrong turn. And what we're doing a lot of times as guys is we're looking for something and we go, okay, Man, there's somebody that says they love God. I don't know if I can really trust them, but they care about people. They're generous. They know who they're worth. And so what you're doing is you're like, well, they've got a couple of the steps. Then all of a sudden you take your eyes off the road a little bit and you go down a wrong turn. Because, oh, they, they, they don't really give their money or time. They're not very generous or oh, they have the first one, but then two and three they don't have, but it's okay, we'll just kind of veer and hopefully we'll get redirected back on the track. We need to be very, 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 very cautious in this decision in our life. Both guys and girls. These are qualities you should be looking for in a woman. Women, these are the qualities you should have in your life. You want to know the qualities of guys? Go back and listen to last week's. Those are the four qualities a guy should have. And guys, those are the four qualities you should be adopting in your life. God, we're, guys, we're seeing the divorce rates and, and so many relationship downfalls in our world continue to go up. If we all just begin to listen to the plan that God laid out and the people we should be looking for, we'd see that number start to go down. Be very, very cautious. Look intently because this is such an important decision in your life.